Hey, what's up, y'all? And welcome back to Cousins Night Podcast. It's your girl, your sister, your cousin, Kaylin, back on the mic once again. Everyone's favorite cousin. I'm joined here by the rest of the cousins. I got Ariel, Kai, Kevin, and Brent. And I got all my people around me. Sometimes I try not to say it when all of the cousins aren't present. Destiny's not here today. But I'm still saying it because y'all are my people, okay? Mi gente. I like that. I like that. Thank you. Now, if you're new to this podcast, just want to let you know we are true blood cousins that will have some great dialogues and conversations um just hanging out with each other and we were like we need to turn this into a podcast so that is how cousins night podcast started we encourage everyone to please share this episode with a friend if you enjoyed it or just share your favorite episode in general um and keep the podcast family growing our instagram is cousins night pod underscore if you want to follow us there as well now we're getting into the docket Every day we start out talking about music. Um, we just tell you what's hot in music, you know, who's dropping, what we thought of the music that came out. We transition into what is going on in the culture. Next um, podcast title is, I mean, the next segment is, you're going to jail. Period. Where we tell you who is going to jail this week. There's always someone that needs to be locked up. Then Brent comes in with his sick and shutting list where he tells you who we need to pray for, laugh at, or rebuke. I try to give you a... All right. And that's how we're going to go through this docket. First and foremost, as a thorough um, representative of the fucking beehive, I want to talk about Black is King first. Beyonce, Giselle, Knowles, Carter, released a film on Disney Plus <laughs> released a film on Disney Plus called Black is King where she basically showed us a visual album for her album The Lion King The Gift and also gave us a little story about um, Simba and his growing up to be king react I thought it was a very visually striking film um, I took points off when I was watching with Caitlin because it did not follow the story of the Lion King at all, and I was very confused trying to understand it. And it had nothing to do with the Lion King. It was just kind of like a you know self pray for Beyonce, but you know I kind of expected that. But definitely, it was very beautiful. It was just really well done. Um, I want to say shout out to her for you know exploring for like trying to introduce more African artists, more African you know outfits and designers. I think it was just a very beautiful thing overall. Oh, very well. What do you think, if you can remember, was your favorite song? Um, Brandon Boy's song. That the visual in the song was just so perfect together. That is Ja Ada A. That's the name of the song. Kevin, react. It was just okay. Wasn't too crazy about it. Um, I said I, I would rather prefer they did something like this for the Black Panther soundtrack. Personally, I love the visuals are great. I like they didn't it. think of anything like that. Beyonce did. Okay. Go ahead. That was okay again. Like the visuals were really great. The costumes are great. It was shot well. That's something I really care about with the music wise. I'll listen to soundtrack once and never again. So, mm-hmm. so okay. what was your criticism if you're saying everything was great? It's not interesting to me. All right, Brent. Well, I was shook to my core at a little viewing party on Friday when it came out with Kayla and Ariel came over. Um, the visuals were stunning as, as Kai, and I think Kevin said as well. 
Um, I was a fan of this album. It was on my top ten favorite list last year. So, um, you know, hearing the, the music, I do wish maybe there were some new songs on there other than Black Parade. But um, still, just taking the songs you already know and adding these visuals, seeing black people, you know, as kings, as queens, as rulers, um, you know, dressed so well and, and all the African influences and in Africa, but you know, so many beautiful landscapes in the background, uh, visual, you know, um, the sets they used were amazing. The, the like the buildings they were in were really beautiful. The sets they had, like you know, where they were just like white and squares. And I can't I'm trying to explain it. Geometric, but, uh, maybe. Yeah, just strange white rooms they were in. Just really beautiful. The uh, wardrobes were amazing. Beyonce looked amazing, of course. Uh, the dancing was amazing. It was really fun. I I enjoyed this thing. It was fun watching it with with Kayla and Ariel. So uh, yeah, very well, Beyonce. I enjoyed it. Good work. I see. You know, you put so much work into it. I can see the fruits of your labor. Fruits of your labor. Go ahead, Ariel. Okay. Um, oh, you just waiting to go off at the end or something? No, I'm just giving everybody a chance. Yeah, to I'm not gonna get in my bag. Beyonce, please. Yes, <laughs> I'm not gonna get in my bag. Just go ahead. No, but for real, all regalia. You deserve, you deserve every fucking time. I don't understand how she just managed to capture my attention and shake me the way that she does every time. And it's still fresh, interesting, and new and beautiful. Um, The visuals were really, like, uh, awe. What is the word? All encompassing. (laughs) Captivating. I was just, basically, I was just struck with awe. Um, it just really took me. Uh, <laughs> it just took, um, yeah, it took me to another place. It really like shout out to all the creators who worked on this. I know Beyonce, this is Beyonce's vision, but everybody who executed their part did it amazingly. Like Brent said, the fashion was incredible. Zarina um, Acres, shout out to her. <laughs> yes, the whole the whole crew involved. <laughs> also, it was really awesome to see Beyonce do choreography again. Like. And just kill it with the people like keeping up with the the traditionally trained um, dancers. Like she's she's it. She's it. Um, yeah, I very much so enjoyed it. It made me appreciate the album more than I did originally. Um, That's I, watching it the second time. Yeah, I never hated the album, but it didn't really like make me go back to it as much as I did. But it brought the album to life for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also. Um, I was gonna say, oh man, I forgot my thought, but yeah, very beautiful regalia. And, um, yes, I might come back to it, I might remember it. Okay, go ahead. I just want to say, I was very pleased. I'm not gonna really get in my stand bag because it's not the place, but I was very, very pleased. I was pleased with everything from her hair. Shout out to Kim Kimball and Neil Farah, and I think it was another person. To the outfit, Serena Acres. I didn't really get into the costume and set. I don't know those people, but I will find them out. But not only Beyonce was great, but even the actors. It was this one boy. I think his name on Instagram is King Africana, spelled with a Z. I mean, an X instead of a C for Africana. Anyway, he was really good. He was the guy with the gold around his neck. It was like, you don't even know who do you who you are, do you? When they was in a scene with the monkey. I thought that was he was good. All of the people who were on camera came to fucking slay. 
Shout out to the boy who played Simba. Very, very cute and innocent. But then when it was time for him to rap the Jay-Z part, he was ready and doing his part. I've watched this three times by now. Each time I've watched it, I've seen something new. Like, they showed Simba and Nala in the Mood Forever clip when they were playing around a watering hole. It was two kids. The girl had braids, and they were pink braids. We were soon to realize that Nala was represented by pink. Every time you saw her, she had pink on. And, like, in that same watering hole, when they sang the song Water with Pharrell, they referenced them... Oh, I can't talk about it. Anyway, it was just so many hidden parts. Like, Neil, Beyonce's um, hairstylist, came out and explained where he got each and every one of his inspirations for her inspirations for her braided looks from all of the outfits she wore represented a um, a African queen. I mean, not African queen, a goddess. I shared that to my Facebook. I'll bring it up for my cousins can see. But... <clears throat> It was just done right. And again, it makes you fall in love with the music again, like Ariel was saying. And for that, I say, well done. I was very pleased. And that's all I can say. Next case. Anybody want to say anything? I'm glad Kevin Kai watched it. I will say that. Weren't they forced? They were kind of forced. <laughs> Damn, y'all already told encouraged. him. Y'all told Brent I forced you. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Well, next case is. Uh, you want to talk about the controversy surrounding Black is King? Oh, that's in culture, but we uh, can talk about it now then. <sighs> okay. Anybody have the tweet? Yeah, pull it up. Okay, Kevin's gonna pull it up. He is our no-name correspondent, as I am. The Beyonce correspondent. And I want to just school y'all real quick. Oh, yeah, J. Cole. Beyonce, she was in all white one time in this video in the Move Forever film. She was being Abtala, Abatala, the god of life and creation. She was in um, all blue underneath the waterfall. She was Yamoja, the goddess of, the mother goddess protective of women. She was in yellow, being ocean, the goddess of love, fertility, sensuality, river goddess. Is there a problem? And then she was in all red, Oya, the warrior goddess that manifests light, wind, and storms. Every outfit, it was more, but I'm not going to get into it. Every outfit represented an African god or deity. And I thought, I like that. So she was the avatar. (laughs) One of them was the goddess of home and marriage. So anyway... While Beyonce got a lot of regalia, she also received some criticism as well. The first thing I want to tell y'all, this is actually the numbers, allegedly. Disney Plus says that less than 4%, or 4% or less, of actual Disney Plus owners watched Lion King. Wow, wait. The Black King or Black King? I mean, I'm sorry. Black is King. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, 4%. And in the Beehive group on Facebook, they were saying, well, what the heck? Like, what happened? Like, everybody watched it. And they said, because people were sharing their accounts. And they didn't actually watch it in their own regards. I'm trying to pull it up. But that was kind of sad, right? Wouldn't y'all think? 4% is very But you know most of the people who have it are whites. I'll be real with y'all. Like, Beyonce is big in one thing, but, like, 
I don't think people want to watch a full hour and a half long music videos. No, Boston didn't even watch it. That's yeah. what I'm saying in general. I don't think people want to watch music videos like that for like a whole hour and a half. Also, like oh, somebody in the group said that the numbers are still undisclosed. But I also need to get that comparison compared to like Lemonade. You know, like how many actual like people. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I could be debunked. Because I'm looking at something that says, this is from another person in the Beehive. They said the numbers are still currently undisclosed, that the 4% might have been a lie. Well, even if but it's still number one spot on the Disney Plus trending chart. I'll say based, even based on that, most people who didn't get Disney Plus were free. They're usually like either Marvel heads or Star Wars heads or like Disney princess heads. Like, that's not the main reason why they bought Disney Plus in the first place. Oh, I doubt like a lot of them would be like watching it. Yeah, because I know our friend Brent right here was a Disney princess love head. So he was watching all Cinderellas, all Snow Whites, all Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> but Star Wars heads and Marvel heads most likely have wives and children who may want to see Beyonce prancing around. In the in the videos, so you know you gotta think about that as well. I think what's the four percent seems very very. Yeah, that was according to somebody at Yahoo Finance. So, but some people are saying that it's not out yet. All of the tea. My only thing though is just that like title is more most of her content is in the first place, right? Title went taken off just because of Beyonce fans. Like, I I'm genuinely not really surprised by that. But I kind of whole streaming service. I think that is like different because title doesn't have. Sorry. Oh, sorry. It didn't. It, it now it doesn't have exclusive Beyonce content. Yeah. She's everywhere. But I mean, like, do you yeah. think someone's gonna buy a streaming service just to watch Black is King? No. But I'm saying, I don't think it's a, yeah. you know, people want to flock to Disney just for that. I kind of want to see the stats between that versus like in a month from now, like that versus like the first episode of the what was the Boba Fett show episode called? The Mandalorian, like because people bought Disney Plus specifically for that. Like you know, mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm really curious to see like what the race were. Yeah, maybe that's just not that, her. Um, her um, audience. Well, Kevin, you can. Um, one of the critics who was the loudest about Beyonce's "Black Is King" was rapper No Name, who was mentioned on this podcast not too long ago. And just to make sure everybody remembers why she was on this podcast, it was because she was talk. People were saying that J Cole was not protecting her as a black woman. Remember that it was that because he responded to her because she called yeah. because he yeah. felt the called out. Okay, Kevin, get into her tweet since you're already triggered. Oh, clearly you're the one on edge. I'm not on edge. You said it was because da, 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 da. ready to clap back. That's why I said it. Now, Kevin, our no name correspondent, say it. Sure. All right. So basically, she tweeted out. We love an African aesthetic draped in capitalism. Hopefully, hopefully, hope we remember the black folks on the continent whose daily lives are impacted by U.S. imperialism. If we can uplift the imagery, I hope we can uplift those who will never be able to access it. Black liberation is a global struggle. Okay, you read that kind of fast. Say it again. (laughs) Sorry. I was just reacting to all these lights going off around me. Go ahead. (laughs) She said, we love an African aesthetic draped in capitalism. Mm-hmm. Hope we remember the black folks on the continent whose daily lives are impacted by U.S. imperialism. If we can uplift the imagery, I hope we can uplift those who will never be able to access it. Black liberation is a global struggle. Okay. Now, react, everyone. I'll be real. I don't agree with no name. I think Beyonce did a good job of lifting black, feature, black culture and black people. 
Um, I think what I saw people when the replies were saying that like not everyone in Africa was kings and queens like Beyonce's trying to portray. But I think people kind of get lost that this was the Lion King soundtrack. And it's not trying to say all of Africa is kings and queens. We were wearing big gowns all the time. It's literally the fucking Lion King. That's Thank the whole you. point of it. Thank so I feel like she kind of missed the point of it, but maybe she's also saying driven capitalism because it's done by Disney, and you know Disney has a long history of being terrible. So I also can see opinion. it in the same like like you said, but also on the same fact, it's just like it's just the image of that. It's people monetizing and basically romanticizing just the one aspect of Africa with the whole kings and glory and gold. Wow. Especially like U.S. sanctions in like areas like East Africa, East Africa like Liberia, have been ruined. Like we watched the whole documentary on it with General Bud Naked and them. Like how the U.S. has literally ruined entire countries in Africa, and we've been kind of constantly raping and pillaging of their resources. But it's like we can use the African aesthetics to pimp out, essentially pimp out for like music videos or videos. Especially but that's where I want to step in because I don't think it was actually an African aesthetic of kings so, and queens and capital. Well, like, the whole thing is that I feel like they're just banking off of, like, not just her, whether it's, like, recently with Black Panther or, like, people who have been criticized, not just her alone, like, how we're constantly taking these African aesthetics now and just putting them all over people's faces, and it's the same white people who are bank- who are lining those pockets up from that. So, what I was going to say was, I don't think that the whole Lion King was draped in capitalism. Like, there were some parts where there was multiple big jewels and stuff like that. Beyonce draped in the latest gowns. We don't know how much all of her outfits cost, but they probably were ridiculous. But what I'm saying is we did not only see the richest parts of Africa. If you look at the Ya Ara A song with the doom, 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 that was in the slums. Um, Simba literally was in an apartment in the slums. Um, even with the one with um, Nala, when it was her when it was her um, wedding, she was not in a big shop place either. When they were showing the images of the couples, like holding their kids for the, um, a long, I mean, for the, you're the keys to the kingdom. That was the same song when Nala was getting married. They were showing clips of like people holding their babies, like couples hugged up. That was not drifting capitalism. Neither was, um, I don't know. I can't think of another example right off the top of my head. But those are examples of like showing the real world Africa. We did not only see big mansions and stuff. So I don't think that that is an African aesthetic dripped in cap- draped so in capitalism. I don't think that's what she meant by the tweet. I think she's talking about in the sense of that we only like African aesthetics when Hollywood takes it and puts it in our face. Like that's where the capitalism is coming from. Like not only like the everyday we're wearing like African aesthetics or supporting Africa stuff, but we're like when Hollywood takes these big movies or these big productions and then puts on it, that's the issue. I don't so think what would like, what would she rather have? But I'm saying like it's not in the case of like her wearing a dress is appropriation. I don't think it's that personally. Okay, but what I'm saying is, okay, if Hollywood is capitalism, which is true, what would she rather take place? I don't know. I'm not no name. Okay. Anybody have any thoughts on that part? Yeah, on that, it is kind of tricky because, like, a lot of the times people fight for us to get in these spaces, but then when it's when it's done in your face, like this is a huge major project mm-hmm. with lots of money backing it about Africa, not about the real Africa, but just about Africa, like in general. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like people. Yeah, like they're basically just saying like, put us in there. But don't, don't put. I don't know. Like, don't let Beyonce do it. Yeah, like let don't don't do let it. it be too rich. 
I don't know. Like, it's I just a weird like, take, yeah. Like, you, do you be, want it to be an indie film that Beyonce just puts on OnlyFans or the dark web? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I, I get, I get the whole like this is kind of like all a fantasy, and like y'all are taking this all as like a fantasy, and that's the only way you'll be able to digest it. A lot of people, but. I feel like in the way Beyonce did it, there was nothing wrong with what she did. I feel like she was, if anything, empowering the people who come to these places and glorifying regular... Not everybody in the movie was a model. You know what I mean? Everybody had different shapes, skin tones. Um, it just, they were just normal people who were badasses. Like, the, yeah. the lady dancing, like, the... Um, she did not have a typical, like, model, like, um, aesthetic... Where she would just be like, "Oh, this is the this is the perfect image of Africa that you can digest." No, she was a regular African woman getting her life in yeah. the video. So I just feel like she presented a lot of beautiful images, a lot of beautiful people from Africa, and real artists from Africa. She could have just put Justin Timberlake in there and just told him to sing. You know what I mean? Like a African yeah. fucking Audrey Day. Lyrics. Yeah, she could put anybody in there. But I feel like she did pay homage to real African artists. And brought them on and put them on because people yeah. know now know who they are because of her. Yeah, I so, agree. Like I feel like if someone made Mulan as queen, no no Asian person would be saying, "Oh, this is terrible." I mean, all of China was not like this. I, I sincerely feel like this is a random ass take. That, <laughs> that, that is Kai. That is a very good comparison. And I also feel like also, yeah, we're presenting it. Sorry, real quick. Yeah, they're presenting it as kings and queens, but like I feel like it's in the sense of like everybody can be a king and queen. Yes. Like this is like I'm uplifted lifting you brown skin girl like everybody is a king in their own right a queen in their own right not just if you're own, if you're a queen or king or queen you're the best and everybody else is trash right. i never got that from that so that's yeah. i was gonna say also i just found an article that she retweeted entitled mm-hmm. like appropriation and aesthetic basically it was saying no name is claiming that black america plays an integral role in endorsing u.s imperialism especially by ignoring it one could go further say that black america votes for imperialists such as Obama and Joe Biden, who through U.S. military have plunged North Africa into chaos and to maintain a strong presence there and in East Africa. Now, that's something that I completely, even though I disagree with, like, in this case specifically, is it wrong for us to fucking endorse Biden? Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, yes, U.S. imperialism has, like, fucked up over a lot of countries and stuff like that. But, and again, it, it does kind of make a point that we ignore... Like, what goes on in Africa and those issues, like, we don't donate to those programs like that. But also, that's where Kai always brings up, like, well, what specifically is No Name doing? Like, what charity organization have you started? Mm-hmm. Again, like, it's like... And also, like, what does that have to do with Beyonce? It's not like she has a bigger problem than just what Beyonce did and Black is King. It's not like she's trying to attacking Everyone. or the commenting, issue. yeah, Disney and the whole issue the as a whole. Yeah, yeah, the culture, think, right. Yeah. As opposed to more so Beyonce and the Black is King. But um, I think the Bayhawk took it just as like an attack. Yeah, yeah, and I can understand why. why Let me could, just correct you. What's reading it off? It's not the Bayhive. For Kevin and whoever else thinks it's the Bayhive, it's the Beehive. Her name is Beyonce. Like Key, you wouldn't call a Key K. You would say <laughs> Go ahead. That's just one of my triggers. Yeah, but um, in my opinion, I, I think Beyonce, you know, did a really good job with that uplifting black people. I think people got to remember, and I want to reiterate what Kai said earlier. You got to look at the context of what this is. This is a Disney interpretation of Lion King. Fantasy. Disney children's movie. So, of course, it's not going to be, unfortunately, 
real Africa. People starving to death, flies on their face, you know, sad. But that's not all. Hold on, let me just interrupt you now. Yeah, that's not all of Africa. <laughs> that is not real Africa. Hold on, though. that is some like countries, two... some countries in Africa. But that's not okay, of but course. Is, yeah. But that's he's, not he's, fair because it goes the same way as everyone's saying all kings and queens, and ain't all kings yeah. and queens. Yeah, like he's saying, all... he's saying the bad parts. Right. Yeah, like yeah, 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 that's real exactly. Africa. Yeah. I, I feel like. No, I mean, like I think that's exactly what she's talking about, though. Like I had to say, like. I think no name wants to see like I think she wants people to see the struggle in it and so like like she was saying it's not all kings and queens in beautiful gowns and I think Brooke kind of hit the nail on the head I feel like it's kind of hard to say it it sounds crazy out loud but like that's what we see when we look at Africa sometimes though and also it's so hard to like try to encapsulate Africa because it's the fucking largest right. continent yeah so like North Africa which is mostly Arabic now looks nothing like South Africa or East Africa yeah. or West Africa so it's kind of it's a broad statement she made, mm-hmm. and like you said earlier, she did not. She also did like the same thing she did with J. Cole. Didn't say anything and let her fans kind of defend her. Mm-hmm. It is interesting with that, but again, I don't think it was a personal attack to Beyonce. It was just a open statement. It just, was a personal attack to Beyonce because she posted it on the day that Black is King came out. So it was a personal attack to Beyonce, which well, she has attacked before. And yes, I forgot when, but I saw it on Twitter before. (laughs) And I can see how Kevin said it was a general statement, a criticism of the film itself, not a personal attack on Beyonce. Okay, okay. okay. Especially stating Beyonce is a bad person. I also want her to not just throw a statement out there and then not say anything for days and let the fans fight. Mm -hmm. Next time No Name really calls someone out, I want you to not pull a Kanye. Defend it immediately afterwards once you see receive criticism. Yeah. I want to hear you expound upon it, not it reading articles. I just don't like that because it's like, yeah, it's Africa, but you could say that about everything. Just like how Kai said about China, but you could say that about black people too. We love a black aesthetic draped in capitalism. Like, what do you mean? Everything is draped in capitalism. Whatever you do. Like and someone say about the Shire or something like that. Exactly. Like, um, or power. I don't like. I just feel like she just throws these generalizations out there just to be risky, and like, what do you mean? Like, for instance, she said, "If we can up uplift the imagery, I hope we can uplift those who will never be able to access it." I'm sure. Like, it's not like Beyonce is like kicking people who's unable to be rich through the curb. She's literally looking at people and saying, "You're all kings. Like, you need to." When you walk into a room, hold your head up. I All the stuff that like, she says. Donate to like certain like projects and things like that. Well, we don't Not, know like, what Beyonce has donated to, and I've seen her in Africa, my own self, singing Halo. You've seen it so in she did a whole fucking benefit <laughs> concert. I know that this is going to be risky, but in South Africa to honor Mandela. But like, what are you saying for free? She did that. Well, it wasn't free. I don't, I don't know. know, but it wasn't. It wasn't free for the people to attend. So, like, everyone, just shut the fuck up. Because, like, what are you going to say? When she was in... When she was doing... Yeah, I'm getting mad again. I was trying not to say nothing. When she was in South Africa, right? And she was doing the tribute for Mandela, dancing her ass off in big African garb. So, are you going to say that to her then, too? We love an African aesthetic draped in capitalism because she's Beyonce and she's got diamonds in her ears. Shut the fuck up, you stupid bitch. Whoa. Whoa. It just oh, goes from one thing to the next. And my next, my next 
topic was about this was we swear we want to protect black women and we want to uplift black women but we stay tearing them down or start tearing their art down whenever we get the fucking chance you can critique someone's art without tearing them down Kate. you're going a little extra with that i'm sorry didn't this happen to fucking j cole did she tear Beyonce down in that tweet? No. What I'm saying You're is reaching. she's not giving it regalia while, every, to. while everybody is, is praising it or whatever. She's the only person, a fellow black woman, saying something bad about it. Well, God I don't agree someone with critique that. It. I agree with it. I think you can <laughs> critique I anything. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you don't have for me personally just because you're black doesn't mean you're gonna get a positive review from me well, <laughs> so I mean I mean if she has I don't like Kevin said I don't think it was to the point of like Beyonce's a terrible person and wow she's she's horrible I think it was just like I don't like this message I don't like this message that's being that how people are being yeah. per, it's being perceived I don't agree with it but I'm just saying I don't think it took got taken to the level of where she if she did how she did J. Cole like, I don't think yeah. it took it's on, I do because it's it was trying to be shady. Out. We love a black uh, African American. Oh, yeah, it's very it's shady. It's very so it's what are you trying like, to say? I don't think it's yeah. like you're a terrible person. Like your art is trash. Yeah, I, I think can it's see. More like, like I don't like this. There needs to be work done on how you deliver your message. In her opinion, but J Cole was a menace for responding to her tweet in a song. What What's the difference? But that has nothing to do What's with the difference of him? What What I'm saying was when the shoe was on the other foot. And it was J. Cole responding to him, her and basically criti- criticizing her because we don't have to support everything that people say. Mm-hmm. Why was that such a big problem? But you can criticize Beyonce and everybody's supposed to be okay with it. I never, do y'all see the correlation or am I, I never just my own? for like, like um, J. Cole being a terrible person for responding. Oh, I know you did. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm just saying it's the same not, thing. It's not really the same thing. Right? What do you think? Mm-hmm. Hold on, like looking back with the context though, like the J. Cole thing was literally a statement she made and J. Cole felt away and responded. She never explicitly said J. Cole you're not doing enough. Correct. J. Cole came that came at well essentially not in that bad way, came at her first and she responded saying, There's bigger things to do and talk about in this world, but you wanna to respond to me. Okay. Again, if Song 34 but, came out and it's about Beyonce, how dare she make a movie about Africa? Isn't even though that's wrong. But I'm that's saying it might thing. not be a Song 34, but it's still a tweet. That's my thing. A tweet. Like is she's a tweet. still criticizing it, just how J Cole came back at her and criticized her when he felt like she was talking about him. That's what I'm saying. But when it was the shoe on the other foot, it was like, oh no, J Cole, why are you coming at her? But she can say whatever she wants to Beyonce and get it. But she didn't attack me. Being... But you're, you're treating it like she was like fuck Beyonce. Like, she and didn't do I'm, any of that. Okay, I didn't say that, but I'm also saying. But that J. Cole didn't like, say fuck her either. Her critiquing the whole the importance of the movie is a personal attack to Beyonce. It's two different things. I believe that it is a personal attack to Beyonce if she is the creator of the movie. Well, but I may be on an island on my well, own. But if she made a movie and the movie came out on July 31st and she tweets about um, uh, using African aesthetics as backgrounds... What else is it? Is it not a personal attack to Beyonce or? You can I mean, critique the her, art, not the artist. Her art, yeah. yeah. Okay. Beyonce could have taken it personally because yeah. we heard the rumors about how Beyonce put her everything into this mm-hmm. and stopped everything else she was working on just to put devote everything she had into this, and she worked so hard for so many years. So if you work that hard on something and you're putting that much into it, and someone says you're ch- you're kind of um, exploiting the you know African aesthetic or whatever, then I guess you know someone could take that personally but i mean listening to kevin and kaylin right now it does kind of seem like it is just a critique 
what Kevin said on the whole project as a whole. Maybe not so much Beyonce. You know. Yeah, it's like I Anthony just, Fantano. Like, okay. He has a really terrible negative review. People like artists. Some artists literally lash back like, "This you're yeah. a terrible person. Like, why the fuck would you put that out there?" But y'all are not. But like, he's actually a bigger like, thing. Or maybe like, y'all are saying it, but y'all just don't agree with me. Did but the I just same don't understand how Panther. we don't correlate this with Beyonce. Like. How do we it not say? It is Beyonce's work. It is yeah, Beyonce's so, work. So she's literally coming at her. <laughs> but again. <laughs> so okay. Again, I'm like, not gonna go down this road. Y'all, y'all have said what y'all said. Though. I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to defend her, but I'm just saying I feel like this is how I'm taking it. Like, if she were to say, "I'm tired of Beyonce putting out a aesthetic of such and such all the time or whatever," and it's she's she's yes, and she doesn't do this right and. This, I can't believe that she would do this on her own recon and come up with these ideas. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. That's, that's exactly. attacking her creative, mm-hmm. like, being and her ability to actually, like, put out a proper message. Okay. But, I know. Okay, yeah. okay. Let me just say this. So, you mean to tell me mm-hmm. if Will Smith drops his own movie, mm-hmm. or let's just use The Rock. The Rock buys the NFL, the XFL, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's the first thing. It's a really huge thing for the culture. Everybody's supporting it. And there's that one person that tweets out, um, y'all stay loving a capitalist culture, da 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 like something smart like that about The Rock. You don't think, you think it's just criticizing him buying the XFL? Or do you see what I mean? That that's also like being, like trying to slide him as well for what he did. I like mean, I feel like it's, it's exactly two right. and one together. But I feel like that's like... Um, it's not different. I kind of argued that point for you, though, that, you know, I, we can see how Beyonce maybe could take it as a personal attack yeah, if like, she put everything into it. Can. Right. But um, we don't, we're, I guess we're trying to think what was no names intentions more so. And to, it no. seems more so like, yeah, I think exactly what Yoke said. If she would have named Beyonce or she would have said, this is trash, you know, black is king or something like that. But it's but, literally about black is king. But like the, the same, day it came out, like the same thing happened with Black Panther. Y'all really want to watch this movie? These white people are lining their pockets over black royalty. They're just and I would all criticize them as the well. The same thing that like I don't think it was an attack on any of the actors or the, the directors. It was just a. It is an attack on the director. It's an attack on Ryan Coogler, a black man who literally did his best to try to portray it in a great light. But it looks like we're not getting anywhere on this. Yeah, I think I think so. we're definitely disagreeing because I think it could be seen as it's a attack on not attack, <laughs> an opinion on how society is made up to, uh, what is it called? Digest that message versus like you're a terrible director for doing this. Not saying you're. Yeah, there's a difference between the art and the artist personally. That's all I mean. Yeah, and that's why I wish she would have expounded upon her points more so we could actually understand what she's actually arguing. Yeah, I think the way we're, she did it was just... We're arguing over vague tweets. Very clownish. Little Kanye, Kanye-esque yeah. tweets, so... Yeah. No name, please, before you start calling anyone else out, please just tell us what you mean. Period. Just tell her what? Tell them what she means. Tell us what she really means. No, just shut the fuck up. That's okay, what I that's say. You. Everybody else, y'all can have your own fucking opinion. Shut the fuck up when it comes to J. Cole and it comes to fucking Beyonce. Period. Next case. Nick Caution, an artist. I don't know if he's a rapper or not. Kevin will let us know. He dropped an album called Open Flame. So Nick Caution is a pro-era fame. Joey Badass's group. He dropped a five-pack called Open Flame. Overall, I would say this project is really solid. I'm going to kick it quick because I'm, I'm the one that listened to that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so... 
It's really good. He premiered one of these songs, Fan Miguelia, at the Beast Coast tour, if you remember that. Um, the one with Michi on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, he starts off with that. I'm sorry, Demons Don't Take Off from Work. That's a pretty good track. Fan Miguelia with Michi Darko. That one's okay. My biggest issue is that Michi has some really good bars, but he raps so damn fast you can't understand him. Like, not in, like, a, oh, he's a fast rapper. Like, he just raps in like this, and I'm doing this, and I'm doing I'm making the girls. Like, it's just, like, he's saying everything so fast. It sounds like he just wanted to get the recording over with. Mm-hmm. And it really, like, the bars, he does a Ric Flair bar, and it's really fucking hard. Because he does a kissing the girls, making them cry. But he says it so fast, you don't understand what he's saying. <laughs> Mario That's Rock, a hard bar, Kevin? Well, the way, the whole, the whole, <laughs> yeah, the whole, the whole... Called, the whole thing the is, girls, oh, but do you know? But the thing is, like, do you know who said it? It's a Ric Flair quote. It's a Ric Flair uh, quote, right? The, in the context that he used it in, that's okay. what I'm talking about. Okay, okay, I got, yeah, I got yeah. to hear the whole thing. Okay, all right. Uh, then third track was Margot Robbie, the one I played for y'all just when we were waiting with Sag Selector on the I, beat. I love that beat. Fire song. Um, more than I deserve with Flip De Niro. Damn, I did not expect him to be on Flip De Niro with the song. He flip kills that chorus and he kills that whole song. I think he shouts. The narrow's still alive. What was his song again? Leave me alone. Yeah, and slipping away with a good song. Overall, I would say the project like a six or a seven. Good, not amazing. I want more from him. I think like out of everybody, aside from like Joey and like the underachievers, he's the next best. That bush is kind of dropping to me in pro era, but I think he's definitely someone to look out for. Okay. Next Mm -hmm. case. Ooh. All right. Really yeah. Heavy topic here. Joe Budden. Oh, we're talking about Oh, this. Logic was on a... What was it called again? It was Rosenberg. He was on... A, he had an interview yeah. with Joe Rosenberg. Yeah. yeah. And he was on with Genius as well, where he talked about Charlamagne as well. Oh, my God. This is about to make it even worse. Where on the interview, he mentioned that Joe Budden... He his words made him want to kill himself. So I'm just gonna pass this on to Brent. Oh, thank you. You're so kind. You're welcome. Well, listeners, you may have heard this already because the logic portion has been out for some time. The no name haters ended. The logic haters started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, well, where logic got on this interview, and he said exactly what Kalen said. You know, Joe's buttons were saying. You know, when you hear Joe Button says he's the worst rapper out, you he never should have touched the mic. And uh, he hates his music, quotes like that, that it, yeah, you know, it just kind of made me want to kill myself. And Logic kind of threw it in in a way where... No, he's like, know, congratulations, like a, Joe, your words make people want to kill himself. Yeah. That's how yeah. he said that. And it was kind of a way where he had kind of answered the question already. <laughs> Joe, Joe Rosenthal? That's Rosenberg. Peter Rosenthal. Rosenberg. Rosenberg. Oh, oh, Peter. Peter, I'm sorry. Yeah, he had kind of already answered Peter's questions. Peter's question was like, you know, have you heard Joe Button, what he says about you? How does it make you feel? Logic gives an answer, you know, I don't really listen to Joe Budden or whatever he said. Kind of something along the like, I don't know why. I don't really have a problem with him. I don't know why he kind of came at me, mm-hmm. but yeah. He also said, I never listen to the podcast. I don't listen to him. Mm-hmm. So when he was saying that. Then he kind of circled back to, yeah, oh yeah, like, and by the way. <laughs> yeah, if you don't listen to somebody, you're trying to like downplay him. Like, I've never met the guy. I don't listen to the show. I don't, da, 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 da. And then he's like, yeah, but what he said about me made me depressed. You'll see the headlines. You'll see the clips people send you. But I just feel like he tried to boss up when he went on this. I don't even listen to him. Yeah. I doubt that. Did Joe Biden ever say anything about his race? Yes. Or like how yes. Like, so times. Brent had it where like just the most recent comments, but mm-hmm. for like since he was on Everyday Struggle, mm-hmm. he's been saying Logic's not black. He's this. He's okay. terrible. He's awful. Like it was always some like it was never like Kim, 
talk, talking about his music or anything. Mm-hmm. It was he's terrible. He I don't like him. He's he not can't black. say the n word. No. Okay. Like no, even on like the. Well, we all know Joe is a troll as well. So just let people know. That. Yes. But like even on the show with the this year was great, this year was trash with Charlemagne. He mm-hmm. also said that. He said something again. I got what specifically he said. Okay. And then with Charlemagne, the guy he was talking about how when he was on his first interview with him, he was like, "Who raped your sister?" Now or, that was fucking terrible. Or like him telling to his face. Wait, who said that? Charlemagne Joe? asked uh, oh. Logic who raped his sister. But there's context to that, though. But no, Charlemagne was trolling. I don't know about that's, the context, that's right? Not a context you can't defend that. Yeah. that they, well, Logic brought it up in the first place. And then he talked about the sister, the incident. And then they talked talk about other stuff. And then Logic brought it back up again, how, you know, the situation. Because I just listened to it. They talked about it on, on The Breakfast Club. I listened to them all the time. Mm-hmm. Logic brought it back up again for the second time. And so, um, you know, Charlemagne was kind of asking, so, you know, how does your family feel when you start putting all their business out? And Logic answers it, yeah, you know, they know, I talk about it, blah, blah, blah. And so then he kind of follows up with, so, you know, who, who raped your, who raped your sister? Is it? A poor question, a poorly so, worded question, yes. What was the but point of him even asking that? I think yeah, it was a more man. so, supposedly, like, how it, maybe what happened? What was the situation that happened? Okay. But it kind of came out as, like, who raped your sister? But no one owes Charlamagne. He he says, he used to say inflammatory shit just like that, just to make you mad. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and Logic, you know, said, I'd rather not answer it, and then they <laughs> moved on. And, and, and Joe, I mean, Charlamagne, you know, just kind of let it go. Yeah. And also and, that know, same interview you called. Did he also bring up like how you had some homophobic comments beforehand? Oh, and yes, Logic did not like. What are you talking about? No, I just know you've seen some homophobic stuff, so I want you to speak on that. And he was no, like, it wasn't like that. He said, um, "I saw online where you were on an interview with Vlad TV, and you said when rappers talk about kiss, when male rappers talk about kissing other male rappers, you get uncomfortable." Why, what made you say that, Logic? That's what he said. And he didn't grill him like, what made you say that? I want to know why you said oh, you that. the second time. It was just like a... And then Logic said, where'd you hear that from? I never said that. And then they kind of laughed it off. Angela Yee cut in and they was laughing about it. Like, and Charlamagne was like, oh, I don't know. I, don't, I, I just heard it online. And so they just kind of kept moving. I'm just saying that they will always just cut in with the right there, you know, Charlamagne saying the crazy shit without the context that Logic brought it up. They went away and then they came back to it. And it was just a poorly. Like you know, still can't ask question. that question to anyone. Who raped your sister? That's kind of a weird question, no matter. Plenty of business, unless he talked about it in a song or something. No, he brings it up, but like you don't yeah. just ask like, who's the man identify him. Like name me the man who raped you. Like oh yeah, it was Tom down the street. Like it was a poor question. Yeah. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. so, like even with that, like yes, even though you can say like he does, he's never met Joe. But if someone's constantly attacking you, the guy has a fan base, whether you want to agree with it or not, and all of them, a lot of them will tweet at him and will mock him. I can see what people say. Those words have... I just realized what you're doing with the mic. But your words have meaning. And, like, how words have weight. Like, And Joe, he even he knows that shit wasn't right. He, that's why he tried to, like, downplay it. But Did Joe respond? Pretty much like, um... Uh, well, I made music that made me want to... I talk about wanting to kill myself all the time. You know, listening to moon music, too. Um, pretty much... Uh, I, I guess if, if it make you happy, I'll review your albums then. And they go like, "No, no, Joe, that's not that's not it." Like, like he just kind of saying like, like they were just trying to tell like you that, that that's not what he's saying at all. So they was on Logic's side then. Yeah, he Very said well. he Joe said I don't want anyone to hurt himself. Logic, I like you, I care for you, I don't want you to hurt yourself. So you know if if you if having me listen to your music 
make you not kill yourself to now do it. That's, that's not, not what Logic was saying, though. Yeah. Joe was being a dick. You know, oh, okay. He called him out for it. Well, okay. well, I think it was a nice response. No, yeah. that's, that's not. <laughs> a, that's a backhanded <laughs> thing. Well, really, Joe did not have to say that. I mean, yes, he could have said, how do I say this? He was, saying, like, he was saying on Saturday, he could have said, like, okay, and like, he did not have to give him the simp card, but I respect him for doing that. But if you would have said that to fucking Freddie Gibbs, you would have still got roasted. Like, okay, well, man up, nigga. But I don't know. I just feel like, was it really, did Logic really have to say that? That's all I wanted. It depends. As someone so. who deals with, like, Logic talks about how he has, like, depression and serious mental health problems and I can understand words like that especially from a respected rapper wouldn't make you feel like that but if somebody is a non-factor the way he tried to lead it up like I don't listen to him I've never met him I don't know the guy like did you really have to say that I feel like he could have been like yeah "Yeah, he said some rude shit about me I don't want to talk about him I mean like Ariel you can go I will say I think he said that in the way like I don't know him so I don't know why he would say that about me or also like like I was saying you don't have to listen to the podcast though like the full three hour podcast to hear the clip and like it was the same thing with Russ Russ was like I don't listen to y'all show but I heard what you said about me and that's what called mm-hmm. that's what I'm trying to say and I think that's what Logic was kind of saying you know um, I just feel like this is a clear sign that Logic is coming from a defensive point and I think that's also a sign that he hasn't really he- fully healed from that trauma or that, you know, um, part of his life where he was coming from, where those words actually did affect him in a, in a wrong way. No one can say words can't hurt you enough to want to kill yourself because that happens all the time. People get yeah, bullied. that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, people get bullied all the time. It really affects him. And just think of it as a scale from a high school. Someone said, said something bad at you down the hallway and there's only high schoolers who kill themselves from that. But to pump up to the scale of Joe Budden having millions of followers on, you know, and us say in the hip hop community saying something towards you. Don't say that. I'm, I'm going to come from both sides. I'm on your side. Y'all were literally rolling their eyes. I That's looked right. at Brent and smiled. <laughs> it's okay. I didn't roll my you know, eyes. I just smiled and said, <laughs> I don't know what that means. I'm anyway. on your side. So, yeah, so having a million, you can see how people would react. Or you can see how that could actually affect you in a certain way because and Joe in his podcast has some weight in the community and who people respect in the hip hop community. Having said that, I think it was corny the way that Logic presented it, like Caitlin said, being like, Oh yeah, I've never heard of him, blah blah blah. That's just a sign that he hasn't really dealt with it in his mind or in his um yeah, he hasn't really healed from the fact that like he actually was hurt. He's being defensive. He's being projecting his feelings of like, wow, you hurt me to, oh, I don't really care about you, but um, I'm going to dig at you like yeah. the way you digged at me. Okay. So it was a bad therapy. way that he delivered it. But I don't, I do believe we do have to be sensitive to the fact that he actually could be struggling with those things. And it could fucking suck to actually be in the, on the internet and having people constantly roast you for the same things over and over again in your career, like he said in his album. Well, Joe Budden said that he hopes that he's getting help, you know, from mm-hmm. a therapist for wanting, you know, to, to feel like you want to kill yourself mm-hmm. from, you know, words of what someone says who critiques your album. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I agree with that completely because... But Joe is you, But, like, it's not an the album, album critique that makes him feel like that. It's when you go at a person constantly. I don't 
think he's that. He didn't really go at him. Joe has never. Y'all keep thinking of the album. It's not just the album. It's, it's your white. Your white. Yeah. 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 Joe has and never reviewed no or critiqued his album ever. He's but, never done like an album review. Mm-hmm. He's always been, you're white. You're not a black man. You're this, the worst that, rapper ever. But that's never the thing, though. If you put out art. Then you're gonna get critique. Is critique, it gonna be yeah, yeah. unfair critique? Is it gonna be fair critique and critique that's, that's not, not fair. A critique. It's, okay. it's gonna be personal attacks and it's gonna be attacks completely right. on yes. your work. Everybody gets personally so, attacked. Right. Yeah, I so, don't think Joe should be roasted for the fact that he teased um, logic. People do this all the time. Like people literally will say like you're fucking trash. Like okay, yeah, but if you again if you are depressed if you're in a, a state of mind where you can't handle that, yeah, you gotta deal with that and it's gonna take some time to actually heal from that. But somebody saying it. Overline over you know the internet or whatever in Joe's position he shouldn't be roasted for the fact that he actually had an opinion on logic. Mm-hmm. But he didn't so, really have an opinion. He had like, an opinion on logic and logic wanted to kill himself because of the opinion. On the music, he had an opinion on him as a person. Yeah, even so as like, a person, it's like but it's like it's like a the same way you got kind of upset about the, even like the sub tweet of Beyonce. Mm-hmm. How can you not understand that for logic then? I'm mad on Beyonce's behalf. Now, if Beyonce wants to get mad, that's on Beyonce. But what I'm saying is, when it comes to people's criticisms of you, you as a person have the right to either be mad about it or pay it dust. Beyonce is taking the high road and paying it dust. But you were like, Logic, how dare she say it? Huh? You were like, how dare she even I am a fan. That's why I'm saying it. But do you ever hear Beyonce? Let's just talk about this for one second. Since you talk about Beyonce. People have been calling Beyonce a Satanist, a Illuminati confirmed for past years. And you know she's seen it. They've been dragging her for past years. They talked about her when her husband got beat up in the elevator. And what does she do? Reference it in a fucking song and, and um, takes the high road. Maybe it does make her kill herself. Make, makes her want to kill herself. Maybe it makes her depressed. But Beyonce does not address it. She goes about her merry way, and she pays it dust. Well, but what I'm saying, okay. what I'm saying is, can't we see this is two different ways to handle it? Yeah, but I don't think anyone should be silenced based on what they they feel. And you're if allowed they, to say somebody's silencing logic. I'm saying you can't saying, like, like, you can't empathize with them for that situation. Oh, I empathize with him, but what you lost me was. I don't know Joe Button. So once that happens, all is voided out because you're trying to act all tough when really you're really hurt inside. Now, if he would have gotten there and been like, yeah, I really don't want to talk about Joe Button. A lot of the things he said in the past has really hurt my feelings and I just don't want to address him. I'd have been like, well, very well. Yeah, that would be a sign. But don't try to act all machismo and then throw in the, but also you made me want to kill myself. Like, really, nigga? Like, you should have just kept that energy from the beginning. Very defensive. And let's be real. Joe Budden ain't CNN or Fox News fair and unbalanced reporting, whatever. He (laughs) is a fucking Joe Budden podcast where there is goops and gags, jokes about everybody all the time. Unless somebody's, you know, dying or getting hurt or something about your work or about them jokes. So, I don't know. It just takes a special type of person, in my opinion, you know, Logic, who wants to listen to this and then say he got so hurt deeply to his core. When it's all jokes. But, like, you can't tell someone how to react. Like, you can't tell someone how to react. I just don't You can't tell someone how to react. Like, genuinely. Would you agree with somebody in school, like, literally constantly making the same jokes over somebody who doesn't, like, who's just, like, walking to school and be like, oh, he's not really blah, 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 blah. He would be considered a bully, right? Yes, but that is different because Logic's putting out work to the world for everyone to 
discuss. But, see, that's why I asked in the beginning if he had made any, like, jokes or, or calling by his person. That didn't have to do with his music. Oh, the rest of was... So that's the that's the line where I draw where it's like okay yeah like you can say if it's like the Chance the Rapper thing I drag Chance to the mud if somebody's gonna critique, critique your album and you're crying about it boo hoo whatever it's your art that you created but logic if you're somebody's talking about him not being wide enough not him him being a corny person him being a terrible you've called um, Chance a corny person what do you mean you've you've critiqued Chance about his actual self as well yeah but I don't I say he's corny but I don't say that. It's the same thing. I'm you're not white enough. You're it's like that. Personally, you're not black enough. Hold up. Personally, there's, if somebody look at me and say, Kaylin, you're not black enough. His, if I know I'm black, Kaylin. It is yeah. you. Okay. Okay. You have right. never been, been on the outside side. It's very different. But Logic, you know who you are. Say, but it's, her, it's, it's still hurts. It's very different because Logic talked about when he was growing up, his white mom would call him a nigger all the time when she would beat him. So that would fuck him up mentally. Oh. So when people like uh, like another black man tells you to your face, "Oh, you're not black," that would probably make me feel like shit too. That's what caused internalized pain, right? And like and when I'm they did that shit to me, that shit hurt. Like so that's like when people told me I'm not black enough, that hurt. Well, why? You know, you got two black parents. You're gonna say your parent. You never get your feelings hurt over anything. Like, just some stone I of emotion? know I'm black. Okay, yes, that's part of growing and living. I'm just saying, you got healing to do, you got growing to do, but everybody's not going to be at this. Now, if you call me ideal. ugly or fat or stupid, okay, but you know you're black, and that's your trigger. And you know you're you know pretty. I mean? Everybody's got certain triggers. <laughs> everybody's got certain things where it would actually hurt them deep to the core. If somebody said something wrong to you online, you would be hurt. I would be hurt. You know what I mean? Yes. So I just feel like but you got okay. to humanize these people. Well, I'm back. I'm not with Brent. I'm back to you should have just kept it gushy and mushy from the beginning and not played the machismo role and maybe I would have felt a little bit more sorry for you. That's um, understandable. I, I did not like the way you came about, about that too. It was it was didn't show a sign of maturity to me. But yeah, because he could have said next fucking case. I don't want to talk on Joe Button. Mm-hmm. What are you looking at me? <laughs> But no, right. yeah. 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 just Joe Button. I mean, but no, I watch it the guilt from Joe though. Like, I'm just like, curious he about. Was fine for that. Oh, you, you said Joe Wild is off, he's a dickhead for that. You like, said you said none of that trying to be like. Well, Logic was so defensive. He said like none of this like what were either you or Bernie saying to me like wash it the guilt from Joe. Oh, it washes the guilt from yeah. Joe. He's white. Oh yeah, Joe Button was wrong. He's white as But snow. we get on here and bully people all the time. So yes, it is what it is. You Preach. do it. We all do right? it. Right. We're literally on a podcast. So if. Go ahead. Stanley. No, if you guys do do that stuff, I don't. I'm very particular about what I say about people. Stanley! The worst worst people I critique are like people who are committed to (laughs) some horrible shit. Y'all laugh when people die, so I don't give a fuck. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm coming at us. So I can spike them. No, that's not true. How did you have criticized people The example literally was just what y'all were talking about with when he died. You're All like, right, Kevin. You just gotta say it. God damn. But then don't bring it up then. We have said that you yourself have critiqued 
people on this pod. You add people to the sick and shut in. You added people. You're going to jail. All this stuff. Because they've now, done what say morally you? bad things. I'm not attacking somebody for minding their own business. You have, Kevin, you have you can't say that. people. Give me the example where Jack I go. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me give, give me the example of where I came after somebody Jack who Queese. was just literally living and I was like, oh, this guy's a loser. Jacquees. What did I say about Jacquees? You were saying his music is trash or something. I we all were saying it. We all were supposed to Kaylin, music. that was y'all because I've never heard a Jacquees Again, song in my life. But I was... <laughs> Again, I'm you're not exempt from Again, this. that was a bad example because I haven't listened to him. Robert fucking Kraft. Who did something illegal? I'm interested in the debate. Oh, was Robert Kraft living by himself? Listen, and I was judge like, not. Hold on. Was I like, Robert Kraft not okay, a real man am. or some shit like that? No. I am interested. All right. I think that could be Kate, tabled Kate, to Kate. a different um, conversation of when does the bullying end and when does it start. Thank you. I think that could be because, again, yeah, we talk about people all the time. And I said Joe shouldn't be roasted for what he said because that's just his opinion. But I'm just saying some things that he said could be seen as a little bit over the edge where it would actually affect somebody personally. All I'm saying is, That's if I'm on this podcast and I say, so no name is the worst rapper to ever touch a mic. That's just my opinion. But you yeah, hold no weight compared to a Joe Budden, right? though. That's like giving Budden like that context. Okay, yeah, but you're talking still, like Joe oh Budden. Oh my god, I can't explain my point. Like, I should say like he, he said, doesn't compare he to a Joe should never say Budden. the n word. He he's just oh, saying he's the worst say. rapper ever. Okay. <laughs> All I'm saying is, in that context, the difference between you saying that and a Joe Button, a well-respected rapper that people stand for on Twitter and argue with to the death, no. he, I feel like his opinion holds a lot more weight than either any of us at the stage. Oh, of course. But this, That's all I'm but trying But you to say. try to act like in the retrospect of the fucking music industry that Joe Button is just like fucking Snoop Dogg or something. He has people who pure hate him and call him a um, woman beater and everything. But he has a podcast with 3 million listeners every week. Okay, well, so that's a big platform to say that on. Make better music. All right, next. Well, he did, but he never listened to it. I did. No, I said he never did. Oh, Joe did listen. He didn't. All right, so what would make y'all happy? Joe sucking them off. No, what's gonna happen is if they ever talk, Joe is gonna backpedal like he did with Chance, like he did with Russ. He's gonna go, "Oh, oh he logic, you're to. such a good guy. I can't believe that you said that about Joe. He breaks oh, my man. I'm kill myself, card. So he had to do that. No, I'm saying we're going, I've been now. saying this from jump. If Joe ever actually had to talk to him, he would pussy up like he did with Russ. Now with because he did that. He was talking about Russ five three woman, but I would fuck him up, and then bam. Oh, Russ is not a bad guy. He's my favorite white rapper. Well. Russ had niggas beat by four or five. That was years before Afghanistan. Yeah, that was before that. I mean, so, and we're moving on. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's see. And Russ makes good music. <laughs> Surprise, Jay Z's like, especially like with Ghost Rider nowadays. How does that like for like Caleb Brand who like like to clown on Drake for having Ghost Riders sometimes? How does that make you feel that like one of the biggest artists in the world really has that? Um. <laughs> um okay, so Snoop Dogg was a Ghost Rider. Yeah. 
I don't okay. know what Steel Dre and is. I, yes, I'm very ignorant. Steel Dre album or song. Um, it's Steel Dre Day. I A K I. I thought that was nowadays. Everybody wanna talk, but they got something no. to say. Like, so <laughs> That's what I know. If you ain't up on things, Dr. Dre is the one that's still head of my game. Still. How did they even get connected with Jay? That's ah, real shit. I shall tell you the story. So Steve Stout knew Dr. Dre, and um. Dre finished his album, The Chronic 2001. Dre thought the song was finished, but Jimmy Iovine said, no, you need another single, Dre. The album ain't done. So Dre had five beats. He gave them to Steve Stout, who was his friend. Steve Stout took the beats to the East Coast, and um, he took them to Timberland. And Timberland was like, yo, that's still Dre beat? That's the beat to use. So Steve Stout said, okay. So he took the five beats to Jay-Z. Jay-Z as well picked the still Dre beats, and Steve Stout claims that Jay-Z wrote the whole song and... 30 minutes or an hour, one of the two. And he wrote it, and Steve Stout said the song is hard, and he gave the song back with the lyrics written back to Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre, and they rapped it. They loved it. Uh, Snoop Dogg said he read it and was like, man, I mean, this this brother Jay-Z got us beat right now, because they couldn't come up to no verses to the beat. Mm-hmm. Jay-Z wrote it. They loved it. You know, Dre and Snoop, so they rapped it. Okay, so great. Snoop, Joe Dre, yeah. Dr. Dre's album, The Chronic, right? 2001. That was his only album when I took my hip, right? Dr. Dre? No, he had the original Chronic. Mm-hmm. And then the two Chronic 2001. So it's just the two. Sure. All I know is when I took hip-hop class, they said Dr. Dre is not really well-renowned as a hip-hop rapper. Yeah, that's true. He's more of a producer, so he was who having cares? Snoop, that was apparent Ice in Cube. Impact's project. Ooh. All these niggas wrote for him, but oh, he was, a was great it really? Because that album was terrible, wasn't it? <laughs> he's not a rapper, nigga. All right. Yeah, he's not a rapper. Not even a good producer. No, 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 no. Yeah, he clearly had people ruined that right album. Next case. That's surprising though, for back then, you know, nineteen nineties. You know, big rappers like Snoop. Even though Snoop just rapped the hook, which I don't see no issues with someone writing a hook for you and you pronounce and you say saying, like five words. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But versus, you know. Just know that the whole song was written by Jay-Z, an East Side person, even though Dre never got into the East-West Coast beef too much. But uh, it's still, that's a huge thing. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me. It kind of makes you look back to see, like, what songs weren't written by these guys. Yeah. And like I said, mm-hmm. like, if the way Drake gets clowned and a bunch of these old rappers got yeah. exposed for it, yeah. I would love to see how they would react to it. You preaching? Because a lot of those songs are rabbity rap with true hardcore lyrics, and I would love to see if, what other songs weren't actually written by real rap, like mm-hmm. big rappers. Next case, <clears throat> speaking of wannabe rapidy rap, Vic Mensa dropped a random song. When? It was for Lollapalooza, apparently. It was like a live stream of Lollapalooza. When was Lollapalooza supposed this to be? Week, last weekend. Oh, okay. So he dropped a song for Lollapalooza. Shout out to Shrek is Rap, by the way. It's called No More Tears. Shrek is Rap from Twitter told Saba. us about it. What? AKA Saba. <laughs> And we all listen to it as a cousins. And I'll just go off on my take first. I think he has some nice things to say in the actual verses. But the song as a whole, I don't like it. Ditto. Um, the beat, especially. I didn't like his verses. Yeah, he was rapping, going off, talking mm-hmm. about real life shit that's happening today. But um, uh, the beat was... was uh, Kaylin said it made her head hurt. I agree that the too much horns and trumpets and screaming, screaming choirs at the top of their lungs, it's kind of making my head hurt too. Maybe the speakers were just blaring here, maybe. But uh, I didn't like the hook. I didn't like the beat too much. You know, yeah. I um hope 
him burning the Confederate flag means he'll never wear another Confederate flag again in my life. Yeah, because that fucking dress. I, I still don't understand the point of that music video, man. I really do. I'm glad to see Vegas rapping again, like hardcore. I'm assuming maybe if they drop an actual studio version of that song, it will sound good. Because okay. like maybe it was like a live version of it or mm-hmm. something like that they played for the Coachella, and that's why it sounded off. Because when he was singing that song, the guitar sounded kind of bad, too. Mm. Like, and I've heard We Could Be Free, and he sang a lot before, and it sounded great. So, um, I thought the rapping was really good. I'd like to see more, more of this Vic, but I would want him to choose better beats. I like the beat, personally. It wasn't too bad to me. I think it was more of us, us playing on the speakers, personally. I think the song was great. I think we're going, we're slowly going back to old Vic, because 93 Punks, while like I like certain songs of it, this is not what I wanted from this guy. Give me more of between, I'm sorry, what's the, what was the mixtape name again? I'm sorry. Internet tape to, um, what's it called? No, I'm sorry, with 16 shots on it. Well, I want more something like sounding like the autobiography and his mixtape before then. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting the name right now. The manuscript, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. And where I want more of him talking about political shit. I want him more rapping about that. Like I said before, Vic Mensa is a reason why I'm registered to vote. Like I registered to vote for that mixtape. So Love to hear it. It's he's really impactful. And if you're not res- registered to vote, please, I beg of you, please do it. Yes. Yeah, All yes. of you Gen Zers. Please, just You have please. to make a TikTok if you go into the polls. Yes. Please, just do what you got to do. If you have to make a dance about how to go about There's fucking that. enrolling, I mean, registering, please do it. Kevin, yeah. Just to make sure the, let's correct myself. There's, There's a, a lot, lot going, going on. on. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one that came with, the main issue came with that. Yeah. Damn. So then, <laughs> Vic is definitely good from this. Yeah, I just feel like the, the mixing was off. I, I feel like it kind of seemed like a rush production. I'm not sure if he like had just started to work on this, but um, it seemed like it was just like thrown together. Um, not really no finesse in the mixing, um, but that's that's really what I got from it. But yeah. it seemed like it had good potential. I did like the way that he did sound like a little bit more of an old school Vic. Yeah, because like we Even were saying, I don't like... really champion for Vic, but but uh, I do. I, I champion for like the Vic and Kanye days. I like those Whoa. days. Those were good days, though. We can't shit on that. Was that a good day? It was just one song, right? Well, like, he kind of chewed him up and spit him out. But didn't he work with Kanye on the autobiography? On a lot of stuff? I thought when he helped him do his debut album. There's a lot going on, but other than that, like, it seems like he was kind of... I still think Vic should have signed to Rock Rock Nation with Jay-Z. I think he would have been a better... Like, it feels like Kanye used him for Wolves and then the so-called You Mad. No, no, no. And then nothing with him after that. Because look at fucking Tiana Taylor. I don't even know if she's still signed to Kanye or not. But he would have got literally kicked to the wayside, just as she did, as well as two chains. And designer. So we're no, damned if you do, damned if no, you don't. No, Kiana Taylor's on with Kanye. That's what I'm saying. If I he think he should have signed with Jay Z. Well, were you saying instead of like, were you saying he shouldn't have signed with Jay Z and he should have signed with Kanye? No. He should have signed to Jay Z instead, instead of Kanye. Instead of Kanye. I think he's on Rock Nation right now. At but first he, he was on Good 15. Music. Oh, so you think from the beginning he should have been on um, yes. Good Music? Oh, okay. Was he ever on Good News? He should have been on Rock Nation. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. But I thought you were. I thought you were trying to make the point of he's on Rock Nation and he's not getting his regalia. He should never be on Kanye in the first place. What he's saying. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Vic, Brent. I'm I'm pleasantly surprised to see rapping Vic come back as well. Uh, But uh, his fans have been falling and dropping like flies. So uh, I hope he does something quick because um, 
this this is gonna be over soon, fam. After the X comment, his reputation is pretty much ruined. Uh, I would say, yeah. Yeah. Is like, like a drug problem. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm praying for him for real. He, wait, I think he's clean. Well, he's clean he now. Clean? Okay. But like he had one back then, and he, he made that terrible. Cocaine, like he made he made the diss track to X, and then everybody was mad that his mom was in the crowd and she heard it. We never heard like that, that, did we? He did. Yeah, we did. Oh, they, they took out that part, yeah, right? Can't wait to catch oh, you at the yeah. at your funeral. X X X. I like that. Um, next case. I mean, like, Kaylin got a point though. In the point of time of people always saying um, rap is too soft, when someone does something like that, whether it's in poor taste, isn't that what people want? Like, are, yeah. are it's people tired being it's yeah? Impactful. Like, it, it causes third. Like, like, you said like, your favorite rapper's abuser. So is me. Like, so am I. Mm. Like, so it's kind of like he at least called himself out. But I'm an ex stand. Y'all know that. So it's just kind of like, isn't that what I'm rap fans want? Tomorrow. I guess the worst part is he didn't know that X mother was in the audience. But I mean, was she really know the lyrics that well and be listening along? His, that his, mo- his mother is being sued <laughs> by his, his baby mother and his brother. I heard that too. Yeah, because they're trying like she's trying to profit she's solely like off, his off yeah. of it. I was I said this on this podcast before. He never really had good relationship with yeah, his mother. Yeah, right? I was saying like she's been using his image since he died. They were not that close. That doesn't take died. away Vic's comment, but listen, this is hip hop. It's the BT Hip Hop Awards. It's not just the regular BT Awards. Mm-hmm. Like you say, you want ciphers. You say you want real hip hop. Then he raw. gave it to you. And y'all tried to censor him, but it still was kind of distasteful. But I see why he did. But like, it just depends. Like, would you, if someone said about someone like Pop Smoke or something like that, would we keep the same energy? <laughs> Bless, Bless you. you. Bless you. That's a great point. But with the pop up at your funeral. That's a great point, Kai. Well, we'll get onto that in a second with six nine, but in a little bit. Oh, oh yeah, right. wow, damn. All right, um, I just want to give a quick shout out to the artist Gaida. Um, I played a song for the cousin called Stranger featured the cousins. Featuring Saba and Jarrell Vandal. Did y'all hear it? It was kind of like a little vibe. We were song talking playing. too much. I'm sorry, I couldn't really hear it. We were, nobody was talking. We just wasn't listening. But okay. it's fine. Okay. Oh. Uh, like, did y'all like it or no? It seemed like a chill vibe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like the song actually. It was cool. She sounded good. I just want to throw that out there. Um, her, I guess it's the oh, it's an album. It's called Overture, and a song that I like is Interlude Forty Seven. Um, yeah, shout out to Gaida. That's all I have to say. Uh, I just want to do a little shout out to Anoni. It's back. She released a little two pack of songs. Just surprised me. What was it, last night or the night before, man? Uh, two really good sounding songs. I hope this means she's going to be putting out an album soon because she released a song earlier this year as well that was really good. Really good. So, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I had thought I heard her say she's not making any more, you know, music. Or albums, but uh, hopefully that was she's a lie. kind of coming back with this. Yeah, so um, you know the song. It's all over now. Baby Blue, amazing song, with a great effect on her voice. And then Be My Husband is just, just the highlight of the album. Be my husband and I'll be your wife. It is beautiful. So I know he. Thank I'll you. Something. Thank you for this little two pack. You know, let that album come soon. Can I request something for next week's music? Mm-hmm. I feel like. Well, anybody give Randy a shot? We can do a review. I will. Okay. I'll do it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Maybe let's try you to liked possibly it? do. I mean, I have not gotten through the whole thing. But, um, yeah. Also, I, I'm interested to see what everybody thinks of new Brandy. I just want to shout out the band Good Tiger. They've been dropping, like, at least eight singles off the new album coming up soon. I'm very excited for it. They were one of the best bands I've ever seen live, so I'm, I'm ready for a new album. Yes, coming. they've all been great. They've all been great. I fuck with Good Tiger. 
Okay. Now we're going. Oh, so tomorrow, Kai, go ahead and tell us. So tomorrow we have M dropping Limbo. We have Victoria Monet dropping Jaguar. Mm-hmm. Um, we, more importantly, oh, Coomers, get ready <laughs> because tonight, wet ass pussy drops by Magnus Stallion and Cardi B. That um cover almost made me want to buy a vinyl. I just want to say, get ready, get ready, get ready. And also, wake up, wake up, wake up. I command you to stream. (laughs) (laughs) And also, Kaylin's boy, Brenda Boy, is dropping an album soon called Twice as Tall, coming on 8 14. I got a question. Oh, no, I spelled it wrong. I can't spell. I have a question. Do y'all think that the Megan thing was a bit too raunchy? The the type the album cover? No, Absolutely. that's her whole gimmick. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, that's her whole. It looked the fuck good. Nicki Minaj been doing that since forever. Yeah. No. Nicki Minaj. Oh, her naked almost. Yes. yes. Right. An anaconda. No. I'm pretty sure she's done like even the um the video of when she was six nine. Titties out with just pasties on, so. Yeah, I was just wondering. My thing is, if you look the fuck good, show your body if mm-hmm. you want to. Also, shout out to Megan Thee Stallion for having a partnership with the beauty um, brand Revlon. And she deserves all the bags in the world. She deserves all the prayers in the world. Protect Megan Thee Stallion. Yes. yes, because Megan Thee Stallion is an actual real human. Yes. Like, she's a real person. And I like that about her. She's like one of us. Anywho. One of us. Next case. Now Sorry, we're... Victoria. Sorry. All right, so now Ariel wanted me to say that this next topic is more like music and culture, even though we're going into the culture segment. The MTV Video Music Awards will be August 30th, and the host will be Kiki Palmer. Shout out to her. Yes, I'm excited for this. So um, I'll be excited to watch I'm the video. I feel like the videos this year, I want to see the nominees, but I feel like the videos this year have been very mid, um, as are most videos that are coming out these these days. But um, I'm here for the goops and gags. Like, I want to see, like, what she says. I want to see, like, who's performing. I heard Doja Cat's performing. So, controversy. She better, she better show some feet to some white people. That's all I got to say. Oh, my word. Some feet. She was in the chat room showing feet, Kayla. Oh. But um, I saw I saw one of the categories for best quarantine performance. Shout, I mean, shame on them for not including Code Orange, who was the first band to stream on Twitch, do a full set. I'm sorry, that was important for the model, for the hardcore scene. So do you know any think, like standouts in the category or like anybody's? Um, some group like um, CNOC and like just regular pop bars you never heard of. Oh dang, okay. But like um, it's just kind of just corny to me. So Code Orange should have been nominated for that. Just saying. Code Van, I'm sorry, Code Bennett needs to get some awards too. He directs too many of these good-ass movie videos. Shout out to him. Next case. Rapper Pop Smoke allegedly refused to cooperate with NYPD and would not snitch on his Crip Gang members shortly before his death. So, I I was... Okay, Conspiracy Theories had time on, so... Um, do you guys think this might have been hit from the government? Try no. to put on him? Oh, no. no, he's just a pawn. Okay, I don't think that okay. Yeah. Because, you know, he said, many men walk around me or something like that, right? Mm-mm. Just me if you want. He said, many men wish death upon me. But he also talks about having the gun on him and shooting and killing people all the time. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Pop Smoke just had enemies or he had people that was hating against him. Mm-hmm. 
and they just wanted him dead. They wanted to rob him, or they just was like, this nigga talked too much, so therefore you will die. I just want to say, that video of him slapping his childhood bully is probably the funniest shit I've ever seen in my entire life. Shabow, nigga! Shabow! <laughs> I don't know how many times I have to say it on this podcast, but I really am sad that Pac Smoke is dead. I've said it too many times, but I'm going to keep saying it. Next case! 6 9 rapper, spoke on having security on Instagram Live and why it's important for all rappers to have security as well. You want to take a break? Uh, well, I'll just lay the foundation that 6 9 was on live with academics uh, walking through the streets of New York. Um, looked like it might have been maybe a few streets or a few blocks over from Times Square because it was a whole lot of big buildings and... and um, large televisions on the buildings and such. Not on Times Square, but like I said, maybe a few blocks over. But, um, yeah, you know, just walking pure with security. And uh, academics had a little interview with him. And it was just very interesting to see. You know, academics kept saying, yeah, you know, people told me you wouldn't be able to go back out on the streets of New York. But, you know, what's going on? And, and of course, 6 9 had a whole bunch of people coming up to him. And, oh, we love you and all this kind of stuff. Good to see you. And had a pretty nice, warm welcome back. And academics is kind of interviewing him along the way. Kept saying, you know, oh man, people say you wouldn't be able to go out. He kept telling 6ix9ine to be safe, be very careful. And 6ix9ine was just saying, yeah, I'm good. You know, I got security with me. And if Kevin or Kyle want to pick it up from here so, about that, those actual comments. Security cannot problem. protect you from bullets. And I hope and you? pray. And I hope and pray that he does not die. But if he does get shot, I would not be surprised. That's my take on it. Okay. So, essentially, he was making those comments. Basically, a lot of people were in the comments saying, why do you got security? I thought you were hard. Why would you, you walk, you're only tough if you walk around with security. And his response was, why the fuck wouldn't I have security? Tell me why your favorite rapper has bullet holes in their face and I'm alive. Because I'm smart enough to have security. Essentially. That's he was like, weird. which could have been directed at Nipsey, X. He even, well, he even named that back. He's like, me and X were friends. And he walked around with no security, and that's what happened to him. Yeah. And there is a point where a lot of these people, like, if you have this energy that you put out into the world and things like that, you need to have someone protecting you. And you, whether you hate 6ix9ine, love 6ix9ine, he makes a good point. You cannot critique a guy for defending himself when, we know, when multiple rappers that were big names have been gunned down with no security. Yeah. 6ix9ine would have been killed by now if he didn't have security. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's like an almost certain fact, like point. Because people are literally gunning for him, and, and he would have he would have got caught up. It's a horrible, it's a harsh statement to make, but we would have guys like XX Tentacion, Nipsey Hussle, had we probably could have had more security and presence with them. Yeah, but that's so tough for me though, because of course Six Nine has security in his situation, and I think I mean I can't speak for Six Nine, but I'm sure Nipsey. If you're going to an award show or if you're on tour, you know, you have security. Or even if you're, like, going out to, I don't know, a high-profile dinner around a lot of people. But Nipsey was literally in his store that he owned. In his store he owned. Like, he owned a store and it's having to be in a terrible neighborhood. And Slauson, trying to give back to his neighborhood, he's supposed to have security all day while he's, like, conducting business in his store. To, to be played devil's advocate, oh, the Antichrist, as we say here. He was a known gang member that probably had people just like him. So, yeah, I would probably have security. 
at all times. Being as you big can't as have is. security everywhere you and go. Then, like, and then, like, on a fucking X. Sunday, X purposely did not want security because he thought I'm good in my own city, and that's why X was killed. X, X thought I'm like, tough. Yeah. I'm from Broward County. I'm in yeah. Broward right now. No one's gonna kill me. And he had like Pete walked around with a bag full of like thing. He had like fifteen thousand dollars so he could buy a bike. He walked around with a big amount of money on him and literally was killed by himself because he had no one around, no one protecting him. And that's why we got those horrible videos of him. Like you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. His life, his body in the car because people were able to just walk up to him because there was no one there to stop him. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not as familiar with X, but mm. it's like Nipsey was at work, but you go eat Ariel, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, it's it sucks, but I feel like that goes with fame, like with anybody. Mm. Like, let alone, like, being around, like Kai said, like, people who probably did have more of a a, um, a reason to want to hurt you. hurt you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you're around people who actually know of you and know of your success at a, such a personal level, I feel like that would be the more reason to actually... Like, be protecting yourself. But, I mean, obviously, it's all hindsight bias. Like, I'm not saying, like, that's the reason he died. But, like, he definitely would have had a better chance if he had some people around him. If he wouldn't have gotten, ex would not have gotten robbed if five people were there with you. Yeah. I don't know. Even, like, Kendrick, the most unproblematic artist right now. He still walks around with that big ass security officer yeah. who was trying to hit a cousin up in the DMs. Ah. But, you know. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just saying, Kendrick, who's the nicest guy ever, super woke, if he got that big ass nigga as security, why wouldn't any other rapper have security? Well, like, right. There's this great video of Young Boy, NBA Young Boy, a few like months ago. Like basically, a kid walked up to him, and he was sitting in his car, and a kid walked up to him, like, hey, uh, bro, can I get a picture? And he just like stops, freezes, and like, yo, where the fuck is so and so? His, his security. And his security oh. came up and didn't rush a kid off. He was pissed his security guard wasn't there. Yeah. And it makes total sense because if that guy had a gun, he, he literally gone. walked up like to his car. <laughs> Bang. That could have been his whole life. Mm-hmm. And hell, it makes sense. It's terrifying to see J. Cole at these um, protests and stuff like that with no security with him. Yeah. At least for what I see. I'm sorry. If I'm J. Cole, I'm still having security. <laughs> like, I think J. Cole be having security. He'd just be in the streets as well. Regardless, you will see five or six Nigerians around Kai at all times. Just like Russ. What the fuck is up with y'all? Russ had... No, when Academy no. was talking about Russ, he had five Nigerians beat his head, beat up Guap Dad. And Guap Dad had security. Guap Dad would never got beat up. I think that Freddie Gibbs was right when he called F- um, Academics the police. Because... All right. He called him the police, and I agree. No, no, come on, kid, say your point. Because academics was saying, like, um, he was saying something like, yeah, you know, because if I'm going out somewhere, I'm going to have the police with me. It's going to be police and something. I put the quote in our group chat because it was so funny how he said it. And it was just hilarious how um, Freddie Gibbs had tweeted out or had, was selling T-shirts that said academics is the police. So, I don't know. It was just funny. All right, next case. <laughs> okay, Russ. Somebody talk about Russ. Brent's favorite rapper. Now. All right, yeah. You take it, Brent. Again, how how Russ is still relevant? What what did Russ do? So know. Russ made a statement recently saying 
to fellow white artists, if you benefit financially off of black culture, you need to put money back in. Essentially, it was an interview. I forget the name of the interview, but essentially he detailed like the organization specifically that he was donating back to and was just calling out other white artists that are in the same R&B and hip-hop genre. Like, if you are making the, like, the money off of black music and black culture, you need to just put some type of money into it. Do you all agree with that? What do you all think? Russ makes it very hard to hate him right now. <laughs> he dropped a good album. He says nice stuff. This is why I hate Post Malone, though. You still love black culture, love hanging out with the black people, dressing like us, acting like us. You made your whole image off of us, then dipped it off to be Stone Cold Steve Austin and a Nazi skinhead now while he's tattoos. Kai. Don't he call a like, a Nazi. He looks like a skinhead. I'm okay, he calls a skinhead, but not a Nazi. Okay. But I've never heard once of Post Malone do a little Black Lives Matter thing, donating money to million people in bail bonds. Like, I'm sorry. Use your platform for good if you're going to rip off black culture. So, you know, unapologetically. Yeah. I agree with Russ. Her. Um, I think it's a great idea. I don't think... Um, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's his opinion. I, I don't personally think that you need to do anything with your money. But I feel like you should be doing it from what you feel, from the goodness of your heart. Because there's a lot of people... I don't know. I mean, you, I would love the money. I would love to see you donate. But I'm just saying, like, I just feel like I, I don't know. Do you think they like, should be, like, like, do you think they should feel obligated to contribute to the culture that they benefit from? As long as you're not, like, dragging the culture in the mud, like, putting on, like, a whole aesthetic that's, like, not true to yourself and be like, hey, blah, blah. But if you're actually just rapping and just having fun or whatever, I don't think that you should be indebted to black culture. I feel like the K-pop people should also give black culture some money as well. Because your entire genre is ripped off of black people. <laughs> it is just diet R&B Hi. and diet rap. Hi. You're just cute boys and cute girls. So you Write that, do that down. Diet R&B and diet rap. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, y'all are just, you know, just using your cute images and then just doing black stuff. Kyle, you're I'm right. I'm sorry. I agree It's really you. weird. Well, pay some fucking homage or yeah. something. Start with me first, too. Next hey, case. J. Cole is seriously considering playing in the NBA. I don't know if he's doing it for this season. I don't know if anybody has done any Ma- more I, research than I have. Okay, in the Kevin, take P, it away. Master P is stating Jay Cole is serious because he's also played in the NBA as well. Actually, what he played for two mm. summer contracts in the nineties. Oh wow! And he was talking about how apparently Cole is training really hard. He's really thinking about doing it. The Detroit Pistons also, let me pull it back up, have said that they're kind of they're somewhat interested. in it. Let me see if I can pull it back up. But yeah, they also have said that they were like basically getting J. Cole in online, making references to Detroit called the Detroit Pistons, and they responded to him like, hey man, whenever you're ready or something like that. Let me pull it back up. Let me just say this, y'all. If J. Cole fails out of one of these auditions for a basketball team, <laughs> I'm buying the jersey of said team. Just for the goops in the game. If J. Cole really is about to play basketball, he's kinda old. So yeah, yes, the Detroit Pistons says, hey, we J. Cole, we see you out here. You said they only got 12 slots on the Pistons. Hit us up for that tryout. This is all for the Dreamers. This nigga is just going to wear the jersey. He's using his privilege to sk- scoop oh, yeah. right in and bypass I mean, all older, those college people. He's older to start in the He's NBA. 33, right? He's 35. You can't. Oh, no, he's you too can't old. Play the NBA. You can't, I mean, you can. There's people for our 40s playing in the NBA right How now. How old is like, LeBron? Like, peak, yeah, yeah that's exactly. How old is LeBron? LeBron's like, probably younger than him. He's uh, 35. He's a year older than me. And LeBron yeah. been in there for like, what, 10 years? It's a very late lace to start. But... All, I'm just going to say, all the videos that I've seen of J. Cole playing basketball, he's been very good. I know he's been very highlight. But no, he a lot of pressure on him. Basketball. Yeah. I just feel like, to go, like, 
do your do your thing, King. If you can audition and get into these teams, love to see it. Love J. To see Cole it just doesn't. Court. He just doesn't want to retire. That's just it. Like he um, doesn't want to put out this album. He knows the follow up is gonna be the last one. He wants to get oh into the bubble God. with the NBA players, <laughs> so that way he can delay this album as long as possible. <laughs> he said, "I can't tour. I might as well get it back somewhere." I'm else. just gonna say like this: Please do not CM Punk yourself. What I mean by do not try to dive head into this thing and then fall face first and embarrass yourself. Oh, do not be so. like CM Punk who got knocked, who got beaten in 18 seconds. Do not just hit bricks and look like a fool on the basketball court. Because if he does, I'm clipping it and I'm sending it to Kaylin every day of my life. I know. You That's will never the fucking thing. All the memes are going to come <laughs> from J. Cole getting crossed up. Oh, I already man, know. I can't wait. <laughs> Should we take off the... All right, next case. Take off from Migos is being sued for sexual abuse. He allegedly raped someone. I'm very sorry to hear that to that girl. I hope that if he really did it, you need to be going to jail, period. Truly. Um, I wonder how the Migos would probably continue on without him. Because he's oh. the only member that's been there from the start, too. But also, he doesn't say anything. I mean, he... On the, yeah, the, the, the mixtape days, old stuff, yes. He was when definitely Offset was locked up, he was one emotion. of the bigger stars in the group. But I he mean, was left nigga off. Nigga, Carrie y'all said take off like 10 minutes before the podcast started, I literally forgot he existed. I can't so even tell you I a just, takeoff line. Right. I mean, I can probably. Mama. Maybe. No. Uh, probably. But I'm talking birds. I'm but, talking kilo, kilo. But yeah. No. Quavo Y'all ain't and, real Migos fans. And fucking, what's his name? What's his other name? Offset. Offset could be a duo completely they, Yeah, they could still be the Migos without him. They would literally them. continue on to be successful. He's literally the redhead stepchild, Y'all unfortunately. wasn't there so for the young, rich nigga days. Rich I was nigga there. stand to the left, broke nigga stand to the right. I'm going to knock the pussy out like fight night. Next case. Take off gave us hits. Take off. If you rape somebody, fuck you, yeah. and yeah, you're going to jail. So period. genuinely yeah. that, yeah. Hopefully that girl gets true justice. Yes, truly. Also... The Rain, The Rock Johnson buys the XFL. Mm-hmm. So, I just want to say that. The Rain. The Wayne, The Rock Johnson. <laughs> so rain. go on. So I just want to say this is just a personal victory. This is a personal joke to me because this man put $200 million into the XFL for COVID to happen and to fail miserably. And The Rock bought it for 15 and that's black. So he bought it from Vince McMahon. <laughs> yes, because yes. he was trying to get rid of it. Dang. Because it tanked. It, wasn't, it was doing decently in the ratings, but. Then COVID happened, and now it's all over. He's also being sued, too. So, why is he being sued? Because he fired, wrongfully fired one of the managers. Like, basically, he's like, You shouldn't have fired me while I saw the time of my contract because you guys weren't doing well. Mm. And a lot of the issues with the WWE, is they, people say, some, stem from the fact that Vince was overworking himself with the XFL, where he was trying to control the company and then control the XFL at the same time. Because all storylines and everything has to go through him every the night of the but show. More importantly, I'm excited to see a black-owned football league. I feel like, if anything, J. Cole should go to the XFL where he'll have a oh. permanent slot. <laughs> Actually, he can run a ball or something. His legs will be broke, okay? <laughs> so, I'm just saying, I think it's really cool to see a black-owned football league. Yeah, I think so, too. And if The Rock signs Kaepernick, I'm buying several jerseys. Okay? The Rock is also becoming Spencer Strasmore in real life. His character off ballers, which is freaking hilarious. I hope this is a whole elaborate ruse for the next season that they bring it back. <laughs> that would be really But funny. I'm curious to see what they can do with it. If they can... Because I think apparently they said the NFL's having trouble with trying to put it on in the bubble. Like, have the NFL in the bubble. If they can get a small eight teams, 12 teams in the bubble and have matches, they're going to get ratings. More people Someone's going to watch football. Him. 
You know what I mean? Football, Especially, NFL can't be in a bubble. They're just way too big. Yeah. But the thing is, so since football might not be able to happen, because baseball is on the verge of being shut down because players keep catching COVID. Oh. So football can't happen and baseball shut down. But like Kevin said, XFL is a shorter or smaller league. They can kind of be in a bubble with eight teams, ten teams or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, so if that's the only football we can watch, then this could be Somebody's their chance. Somebody's going to watch it, yeah. This could be their chance to capitalize. I was going to say half those Dominicans probably can't come in right now because of the travel ban. Baseball. Yeah. <laughs> Next case. No, that's a legit thing, though. Like, sir, no, the, ra- the singer, sir, is becoming a father. He announced having a kid very well. He and his wife have been married for like 10 years. So, congratulations to you. It's his first child? And then, sadly, we just want to send prayers out for Frank Ocean's little brother, Ryan, who passed away tragically in a car accident. Seriously, we're praying for you, and I don't have anything else to say. I think it's very sad. He was 18 years old. Yeah. Yeah. So prayers up for that family. I know that that has to be ridiculous. We love you so hard, Frank. Yes. Yes. Please don't hurt yourself or anything. Like we love you, and to his parents, we're praying for you even more. Next case, we're going to transition until you're going to jail. Period. Where we tell you who's getting locked the fuck up this week. And this week, Jake Paul is going to jail. His house was raided by the FBI and guns were taken off of the premises. It's not like a pistol. Multiple, multiple assault rifles. Multiple rifles. Snipers. rifles by his hot tub. So he didn't have permits for this. Probably not. So we don't... So essentially, this all originated from... His big party that he had in Calabasas that just apparently ruined the neighborhood. Neighbors are complaining. They even put a whole law in effect changing both the restrictions on wearing masks in the area because of this. And now he's just been raided by the FBI. And they were just stormed off. Yes, yeah, searching for guns. They had not specifically said what the warrant was about. But he, they removed multiple firearms from the premises. And apparently, they also didn't state, but one of his friends, who I forget his name, was also raided by the FBI a few weeks prior that Jake did not speak about. But why was he being investigated? Just because of yet. the party? We don't know yet. Mm. I feel like some crazy shit. Something, yeah, something, something, something has not been right with Jake in I mean, that house for a long Jake time. Paul's dad is probably going to jail. But like, that's probably going to be associated with him at the end of the I mean, They're all 18, Is it because though, right? of what I think it is? Because guys? of him messing with those underage girls, potentially? Oh, I'm just saying, like, Wait, is Jake Paul 18? Yeah, he's like yeah, 23 like now. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, they're all adults. But I was just saying, like, him having, like, control of their business and, like, stuff like that. I just thought that he would be the ones to, like, have the, the guns. But I'm not sure. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm, I'm also, I don't think California really allows guns like that, do they? I mean, I'm not, not big assault rifles, but, I guess but not, like, not. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so. You're going to jail, J. Cole. I mean, <laughs> that's whoa, it. that's oh. the title. I meant to say, you're going to jail, Jake Paul. I'll never hear that. Yes. Jake Cole's never went Once he gets crossed up, you'll hear it every week. (laughs) All right. Well, since we only have one person who will be locked up, that means it's It's time time for the sick and shutting. It's time for the sick and shutting. It's time for the sick and shutting. Sick and shutting. Sick and shutting. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's installment of the Sick and Shut-In, because we know a lot of people in this world are not doing very well. A lot of people are sick and might need to be prayed for. A lot of people 
uh, drawing in the world, they acting up, so they might need to be laughed at, <laughs> and some other people might need to be rebuked, depending on their ailment. So let's take a look at the second shutting list this week, see what's going on. Oh, Jonathan Isaac. Oh, man, he's really sick and shutting. For everybody who doesn't know, Jonathan Isaac plays for the Orlando Magic. He's a basketball player. <laughs> yeah, he's a young gentleman who, uh, when they played last week, he decided to not. He was the only person on the team, actually, the only player, who decided not to wear a Black Lives Matter shirt and not to kneel during the national anthem. Now, I mean... I'm surely doing both if I'm in his position, but especially not to wear the Black Lives Matter shirt. That's pretty strange, but not to kneel. Okay, some people might have a good reason why they don't want to do that, though I don't agree. They might. Did he say, like, God said something to him, like, not to do it? Yeah, he said he's real religious and that um, he believes that Black Lives Matters, but he doesn't think that kneeling during the national anthem helps the cause or something. He the finds what the fuck he does says, the national anthem have to do with God? He finds this solace in following Jesus Christ. Oh, follow this dick. Jesus Christ! Whoa! Oh God, that oh. was a lot. Oh. No, so, lot. he tore his Achilles in that game. Yeah. Right there. Um, <laughs> Within the, on the leg that would have been kneeling with his teammates. Oh, oh shit. Damn. Very ironic. Like, very, like, <laughs> I, I don't want to sound mean when I say this, but you got to find it very ironic. Like, yeah. again, like, yeah. niggas... Of all I'm the not Achilles. laughing at him like, oh, it's terrible. Like, but specifically, the knee that he chose not to kneel got messed up. Of all the Achilles that could have snapped that night, for it to be his is pretty strange. So, you it know, Twitter did his thing, and everybody's saying they guess uh, the ancestors didn't like that very much. They said God's had a sense of humor. Yeah, God has a sense of humor. I've seen a whole bunch of stuff. Karma, I've been seeing. So, I don't know. Of course, it is strange, but I don't know if I agree with that. So much. It's a career. It's a season-ending injury. Right? Yeah. yeah. Which is sad. I don't want to see and like especially during times like this. I don't want anyone to suffer. Right. So this is sad. I'm not laughing at him. I think he should be prayed for. Yeah. Again, because no, he, he hit my real to my opinion. No. Send him with the ghost. <laughs> what you say? The ghost. Cinnamon, cinnamon with the ghost. Cinnamon ghost. Cinnamon toast. Ghost crunch. I heard goats. send him with the ghost. That's what I heard too. Yes. Okay, that's it. Whoa. You want to expound on that? Or that's all. That's your final answer. I'm leaving it up for interpretation. Oh my word. Thank okay. you, Nene. Who put e news on? Me. <laughs> I put e news on it. Did y'all hear the tea? No. E news. A show that was on for 29 years. Wow. It's canceled. Due to COVID nineteen, you gotta. You mean to tell me all the years of my life, E News have been on? I'm here much. to tell you that. Mm. That does yes. not even add up. I feel like what were they talking about in ninety? All right, keep going. According to Hollywood Unlocked, as I pull it up, E News has been on for twenty nine years. Mm. I lost it. I can't find the art. Oh, here it is. But it has been. Um, canceled due to economic impact of the coronavirus. Trying to give you all some more tea. Doesn't really say much, but it just says as a result of the pandemic. And they're on the second shutdown because ha ha ha. That's what the fuck you get, Juliana Rancic. Since you want to get on fucking E! News and talk shit about Zendaya 
Zendaya. Wait, is her name Zendaya? Zendaya? You want to talk, you wanna talk shit about Zendaya on fucking E! News and saying that her hair looks like it smells like weed and patchouli oil because she wore dreads to one event? Ha ha ha, bitch. You can watch Euphoria from the couch because you're out of a motherfucking job. So you are there for... Second Rebuked. And debunked. And debunked. She's probably or watching it from the sofa, which you had to jump. Okay. Anyway, Reese, very good. Yes, they are sick and shut in. Reese McGuire. Have y'all heard of him? No. no. Okay. He's sick and shut in as well. Reese McGuire is a baseball player for whatever baseball team I can't think of right now. But he was arrested for being caught jerking off <laughs> in a strip mall parking lot. Now, Reese. At- really? After baseball practice this week. Mr. McGuire left baseball practice. Watch some OnlyFans. To the nearest strip, I mean, strip mall, not club, strip mall. And the officer said that the most graphic porn was on his phone. <gasps> the officers came up to his um, car door. Brit, you making the these porns no, up? No, no, no. The most graphic porn. What is the most said. graphic? I can't imagine, but uh, he was found with his you pants can. down and jerking off. And the officer asked him what he was doing, and he immediately started apologizing, saying he's so sorry, he should have never done that. But that's indecent exposure like? and some other stuff. Um, was it I can't think of the charges, but he got arrested, and he is there for getting laughed at. <laughs> that's what he did. I feel like, sir... I'm sorry that you don't feel comfortable at your own home where you can jerk off. Mm-hmm. But you couldn't hold that build up until you got to the bathroom. Lock the door, pretend you got the runs, and get that shit out of you. Just do it somewhere where you would not potentially go to jail. Do it in your car. Like, if you want to do it in your car, do it at your your house, like in the driveway. In the garage. Or like, if you got to do it outside. I, do it in, like, the team locker room or something. Maybe like, he's an exhibitionist. I'd rather get left there by my teammates and go to jail for this shit. He might like the thrill of getting caught, and this probably really shot it out to the worst I'm degree. All right, Kaylee. <laughs> if y'all ever catch me parking and jerking off in a, you know, outlet mall parking lot, please fix my life on your outlet. Y'all are fixing his night. His life is sick. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Not on my watch. <laughs> I'm sure your hotel. Not on my watch. Not on my watch. Not on my watch. That's the title. That's it. Whoa! No! 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 no. We won't do that. We will not do but, that. Uh, Why not? Uh, that could be a good That's pushing the fucking limit. So, on my watch. Uh, I just got Rachel. Listen. I just got. Don't, 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 don't worry about us. We a little crazy, okay? <laughs> so I just got the call. So we know tour. Well, the last two people are, are sick and shutting. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna jump to Dr. Dre because y'all might not know why he's sick and shutting. Dr. Dre is sick and shutting. I don't know if Dr. Dre is sick and shutting or I don't know if his wife is sick and shutting, but. His wife is filing for divorce. And this is why somebody is sick and shut in. So, uh, let me find the article. So, um, Nicole is Dr. Dre's wife. That's her name right now. She's filing for she a divorce. She used to get beat up? Oh, no. No. Seriously. Oh, oh, hold up. He used to be her op? Seriously. No, no, no. She's the white one. She didn't get beat up. The black one got beat up. The black girlfriend. 
but the white wife didn't get beat up. All right. So Nicole says Dre is now worth one billion dollars that he wasn't worth before they got married, and says before they tied the knot, I was extremely reluctant, resistant, and afraid to sign the agreement, the prenup, and felt backed into a corner. Given the extraordinary pressure and intimidation by Andre, you know, Dr. Dre, I was left with no option but to hire a lawyer and unwillingly signed the agreement. She said the lawyer were all <laughs> death row people, Dr. Mm-hmm. Dre's lawyers. Mm-hmm. She signed the agreement. Just like Migos. Right. <laughs> and then very shortly, very shortly before our marriage, she signed. So she signed the agreement. And then she says that after she signed the agreements, two years in the marriage, Andre acknowledged to me that he felt ashamed. He assured me or pressured me into signing a prenup agreement, and he tore up the agreement multiple times in front of her. That don't mean it's undebunked. And so she says they both went into a a premarital. No, they both agreed that it was null and void after he ripped it up multiple times That's in front stupid. of her. So then Dr. Dre says, Dr. Dre's sources closer to him that he never expressed shame over the prenup and he never tore it up multiple times and said it wasn't valid. So, I don't know how this is going to end up, but somebody's lying. Somebody's going to be sick and shutting. There's a billion dollars at stakes here. So, a billion? Seriously? Yeah, Dre's a billionaire. He's, he's one of the black he, billionaires. Is he really, oh, he's really a billionaire? A B. He sold Beast by Dre with to Apple for $3 billion a few years ago. Oh my God, I didn't know that. Yes, so therefore, I don't know who's going to be sick and shut in, but this young lady's about to be truly sick and shut in if that prenup stands up. And she's getting nothing. Let me tell y'all right now. Just shuffled out the back door. If Wait I'm, a minute. So they signed the prenup. He ripped it up. <laughs> Which means... He signed the prenup and ripped it up. So let me just take over while yes. we go through this. So if I'm Dr. Dre and to, save my, and to save my marriage, I have to sign a prenup... And just, I'm just to go to my wife. You're right, baby. We don't need this prenup no more. I am grabbing the phone book and I'm saying, yeah, this is it. Ha! I, I, I'm faking that bullshit so hard. Well, listen, a prenup doesn't go away just because you. I know. It up. I would rip it up to give her peace of mind. You know what I'm saying? And you saying it still goes on? Yeah, I would still have the prenup. I would just rip the phone book. And be like, yeah, you're right, baby. Yeah, she's a fool. She's a fool. Well, she's a fool and a... I'm sorry. She's an opportunity seeker at this point. Therefore, she is now sick and shutting. This is just over like, for Brent. Because he had to go somewhere. I'm just going to say, this is just like Jeff Bezos' wife. Wait till he becomes the richest man in the world and then decides to leave. After he cheated on Corn. Oh, that's you. Never mind. I thought you had to poop. Very corny. Why is TikTok sick and shutting? Just tell me. TikTok is about to be banned. TikTok is about to be banned, so therefore they need to be prayed for and not sick and shutting. So I love TikTok. Actually, it's even updated even further, which just happened within 15 minutes ago. Whoa. Trump has signed an executive order that prohibits transactions with TikTok and WeChat, pairing companies by ByteDance and Tencent, effective in 45 days. So what not that only mean? that means if they can't make money over here, they're probably going to pull these call pull those apps. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. If TikTok can't make money in America, then you can't make transactions essentially. But what kind Basically, of transactions do people make on TikTok? They want to. They want to ban financial ads. payments to these companies essentially. 
So that not only affects TikTok, it is now affecting gaming as well. Companies like Fortnite, League of Legends, and Valorant are owned by Tencent, which also affects companies like Riot Games, Epic Games, Blizzard, and Ubisoft. They potentially may not be having games in the West anymore if this actually goes through. Why are you taking it out on them? Because Tencent is Tencent essentially owns almost everything in China. Mm. They're one of the biggest mega corporations in the world. Like oh. almost everything they have a hand in. Mm. So it's whether it goes from like regular apps to movies to video games to whatever, Tencent has a hand in it. So, he just, so basically we're gonna be at war with China soon. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't that. say all that. But uh, well, they, he just hates maybe like a tech cold, maybe like a tech cold war, but like nothing like physical. We're going to lose. We're going to lose TikTok more than likely. If Bill we're Gates probably going to lose the iPhone then, maybe. And look, it'll be made. It'll be made in America. Everything. Androids are made in China. They're South Korea. Yeah. Okay. And the last man. If it ever becomes standing. made in America, iPhone will find an alternative. Enjoy your five thousand dollar iPhone, guys. I will. It's already five thousand dollars to me. Yeah. Per, I will enjoy it. Per over Android any fucking day. And shout out to the people in the fucking warehouses that. All right. Broke. No, no, no. Kayla was on the right path. She could. She she was not done. <laughs> it could have been good. I was so right, say broke thank their back. So much for listening. To that podcast this week, we are so grateful that you tuned in. Pray for us. Pray for our sanity. Um, we are praying for you as well. Um, anybody else have any last words other than Caitlin? I think we're good. <laughs> Goodbye <laughs> and good night. I Bang. didn't say nothing. Say, say something, Caitlin. Say what Please, you need, y'all. We love you guys. And girls and non-binaries. I just ask that you please share this podcast with someone who may like our humor. We we know that we kind of get dark sometimes and we kind of get risky, but we're deep down. We're just here for the goops and gags. Just don't take a lot of this stuff serious. And if you think somebody can like our goofy ass humor, share this with them and be safe and wash your hands and wear your mask. Yeah, And please be kind online. Oh. All right, y'all. See y'all next week.